Hi there, this is Omar Crook, host of Living with a Genius. I want to personally thank you for your financial support. Your donation helps keep this show chugging right along, and I truly couldn't do it without you. As always, thanks for listening. Be kind, do good work, and until next time. Here's Living with a Genius for October 28th, 2020. On this date in 1886, President Grover Cleveland dedicated the Statue of Liberty as a gift from the people of France on what is now known as Liberty Island in New York Harbor. The 151-foot statue, designated as a national monument in 1924 and restored for its centennial in 1986, serves as a universal symbol of freedom and democracy. Congress authorized the placement of the venture in 1877. William Tecumseh Sherman, a Civil War hero, chose the site in keeping with the wishes of the sculptor Frederick August Bartholdi, who consulted Gustav Eiffel, the designer of the Eiffel Tower, to deal with the complex structural issues. The statue, made of copper sheeting hung on an iron framework, depicts a robed woman holding a torch. The flame of the torch is coated in gold leaf. Its classical appearance is derived from Libertas, a Roman goddess of freedom from slavery, oppression, and tyranny. Seven spikes on the crown evoke the seven seas and the seven continents. Lady Liberty's torch signifies enlightenment, and she holds a tablet that represents knowledge and notes the date of the Declaration of Independence, July 4th, 1776. An agreement between France and the United States stipulated that Americans were to fund the 154-foot granite pedestal and foundation, while the French would take responsibility for the statue itself. However, money problems on both sides of the Atlantic delayed the project. In France, a lottery helped raise funds, while in the United States, the money came from theatrical benefits, art shows, auctions, and perhaps most immutably by poet Emma Lazarus. Going into the most important election of our lifetimes, an election where the great experiment of American democracy itself hangs in the balance, there's no better time to reiterate the immortal words inscribed at the base of Lady Liberty. The words of Emma Lazarus's famous 1883 sonnet, The New Colossus, draws its particular power from the theme of hospitality that truly made America great. The New Colossus emerged at a pivotal moment in our own history, the year before her sonnet was read at the Bartholdi Pedestal Fund Art Loan Exhibition in New York in 1883, the Chinese Exclusion Act became the first federal law that limited immigration from a particular group. As I read this, more than 500 children, some of them toddlers, sit in American detention centers, still separated from their parents, confused, alone, and scared, years after being torn from their mother's arms. Fleeing from torture and death, from what Donald Trump unapologetically calls shithole countries. It is now not salvation, opportunity, or the American dream that welcomes the world's exiles, but rather misery, abuse, 
and despair. Not like the brazen giant of Greek fame, with conquering limbs astride from land to land, here at our sea-washed sunset gates shall stand a mighty woman with a torch, whose flame is the imprisoned lightning, and her name Mother of Exiles. From her beacon hand glows worldwide welcome, her mild eyes command the air-bridged harbor that twin cities frame. Keep ancient lands your storied pomp, cries she with silent lips. Give me your tired, your poor, your huddled masses yearning to breathe free, the wretched refuse of your teeming shore. Send these, the homeless, tempest-tossed to me. I lift my lamp beside the golden door. Thanks for listening. Be kind, do good work, and until next time.